Games Workshop's Basement, hosted by John Cardell, Danny McDevitt, Val Heffelfinger, I'm Dickie, and it's Grim After Dark. Man, it's, uh, it's going down here tonight. Uh, welcome to Grim After Dark. Uh, this is Warhammer's only late night show uh, for some reason. This is a giant fire. Uh, it's here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. Um, this week, another former Warhammer TV presenter strikes out on their own. Uh, we troll the gutters of the internet for the worst opinions imaginable. And we talk a little bit uh, about the background of this show. Uh, if you enjoy what you see or what you're listening to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to throw a couple dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube, you can or just comment below with answers to this question. How many people are we down tonight? Anyway, <laughs> before we go on, let's meet the whole team. Uh, first up, it's the co-host with the co-most. He's not from Moscow, Idaho. Uh, he puts the T in casual. It's me. It's John in a TV. Hello. I mean, look at this. I mean, not, I mean, not even green screen properly. Is this, the, is this the first on. time you've been in, uh, in a TV? Well, it's, uh, well, let's introduce the rest of the show here real quick. He's oh, right, the man right. behind the curtain or in front of the curtain. He was the Kuchi Kunida. It's a uh, superstar producer type priest, Dickie. Uh, that's the button. I'm coming. That's the button. Yeah, no, I was uh, in the TV uh, when I first translated or moved over to the bunk bed. Uh, and wow. I couldn't figure out the green screen for a while. So, That's nice. um, as you might notice, uh, Val is off tonight. He is in a very beautiful uh, five-star resort. Uh, we usually welcome him to the show, but he's selfishly decided to enjoy a family holiday uh, to a place where the internet hasn't reached yet. Uh, Dickie, I believe it's called Toronto. Uh, well, I think he, I think he's on a family trip to Mexico. I believe. That's not very fair to talk about Toronto like that. Uh, and then oh. Danny is currently profusely bleeding from the mouth while very high on medical grade drugs. And guys, I tried my hardest to get him to record like that. Um, but yeah. something about his, his, his like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Man, I lost it. But yeah, he didn't want to, surprisingly enough. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to pass out. So it's, it's a Dickie <laughs> and John special this week. Yeah. Um, let's just kind of go on forward here. Uh, starting, of course, as we always do, uh, with this week's comment of the week. Oh, 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 Brought to oh, you I'm, I'm by our friends at Frontline Gaming, where you can buy all your new games workshop kits at a reduced price every day, or even cheaper through their secondhand store. Uh, this week, it isn't a comment, uh, but it is a question about uh, the Frontline Gaming community on Facebook. Uh, and I ask, uh, is anyone else surprised? Dickie, are you surprised at Frontline's new community Instagram strategy? No, like, tell me what their Instagram strategy Oh, my God. Wow. I did see this. <laughs> I did see this. Uh, so they got, did they get hacked? This was a complete hackage? Well, I think someone just did a, didn't really do a good job of proving new members coming in. Uh, so I'm going to blame wow. Seth for that one, which is why he got to be. <laughs> he got uh, the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dorian, Mexico Beach or City? I don't know. Uh, no somewhere warm without internet and, and with ill children. Um, but <laughs> Why are they ill? <laughs> they drank the water. No, as no, well. no, don't do no, that. 
Um, but yeah, so what do you think about Frontline's new community engagement strategy? I tell you, it's a you know what? I'm engaged. I'm just looking at this uh, slide. I'm super engaged. Actually, Seth's head ironically makes it better. Yeah, it's true. Uh, when I angled it a certain way, and if you cut off the lower half of his face, it doesn't look like he's there at all. And it's just <laughs> like a butt cheek. I, so you have to remember, I used Seth's bald head for like a lot of animations <laughs> that we did for LVO. <laughs> So I know his bald head better than probably any man on this earth. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got to drag those out. I will say, uh, if you are in Frontline Gaming Community on Facebook and you do see a post like this, the first clue that it's not Warhammer related is it speaks to, to a, a girlfriend or a companion. Uh, very unlikely to be found in these areas. Um, I joke yeah. with my wife that I really wish Taylor Swift uh, found a boyfriend who played Warhammer so that she could be interested in Warhammer. Uh, but, okay. right. yeah, it's a bad joke. Uh, I yeah. got to get them out of the way really early. <laughs> we got to move We got to move past. Got it. Got to move past. Got to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, don't click on that, though. That, that's not a good link. Uh, that's how you do it. <laughs> did you click on it? On Honest question? I did not click on it. No. Oh, I okay. screenshotted it. And then I was like, uh, I... I Try to gauge whether I should put Seth's face there because it's nothing overtly pornographic. But it, <laughs> but it gives a feel that it could be. It does give a feel. <laughs> yeah. I was also very tempted. I mean, I guess I can just real quick here oh. throw oh. this up here. We're just going to copy paste. I was like, crash my entire computer uh, right, don't do that. to do it here. Oh, oh no, you're not going to put his head. Oh, dear. Yeah. Beautiful. Makes... Just a little tilt. <laughs> so much worse. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, okay. again, if you have any questions about Frontline Gaming at all, contact Seth. He, he is literally the, the go-to contact person. specifically. For, for, any, for any and all <laughs> questions. Um, Diggy, let's move on to our first bumper that you're going to have to press oh, in time God, while no, also being Jesus on the show Lord. here. Yeah. Um, it's time for a little state of play so I can see beautiful Val again. Man. That was a great video. If you haven't seen it, I, I did spend like an absurd amount of time uh, making an edit of Val awkwardly walking around a fantasy tournament about a year and a half ago, Dickie. Yeah. What did we uh, even maybe, do with maybe that? Maybe longer. I don't know what we did with that. <laughs> we should we should put that up because I was it was just essentially it was a five minute video where I cut everyone's reactions to <laughs> Val. Him walking. So it's just Val walking around asking questions and being ignored. And it's one of my favorite things that, that I've made, but that's okay. Let's get Seth off the screen. I don't want to see that anymore. State of Play is back. Uh, this week, we're focused on one of the bigger news items from the community. Peachy uh, left the painting phase and set out on his own. Uh, you may know him, as this uh, caption says, from Wart TV. Oh. Uh, Dickie, Close you big into Wart TV? Yeah, I'm down with Wart TV. Uh... Okay, wait, but wait here. Uh, okay. So Peachy was on the painting phase, and he was. Yep. It seemed like they were doing really well. Yeah, for sure. So uh, he did release a statement uh, on Twitter or X or whatever Elon Musk wants us to call it this time. Uh -huh. uh, and if you go to this next site here real quick, he says, and this is an excerpt from the full thing, it is with a heavy heart that I must bid farewell to the painting phase. When offered the opportunity to join the channel over a year ago, I relished the chance to do something I love with a friend. Spreading that love to the gaming community and hopefully helping bring more enjoyment to others in the hobby, both inside and outside of the world of Warhammer. 
Yet, as time passed, it became increasingly evident that despite my contributions, dedication, and loyalty, that it would never evolve into something that I would be considered to be an equal partner in and will always remain driven by the vision and aspirations of its original creator. Huh. Dickie, thoughts about that? Well, let me put his face back up. Um, I, I guess that makes sense. I, I think he, he was like, in my opinion, one of the main reasons that I would go to that channel to watch, right? So sure, yeah. maybe maybe he feels that he just wants to strike out on us. Well, no, obviously he doesn't feel that because he made a statement about wanting to do it, but <laughs> he, he wants to he wants to uh kind of do something on his own, which I think he, is is commendable. He absolutely does. And it, like we were talking a little beforehand, they said I want to talk about it. If you look at um a show like ours with, with our little grim after dark. Like where that started and like where it is now is like almost entirely different. And it's really hard to balance um, the feelings and ideas of four separate people um, to to kind of make sure everyone is happy and feels involved. Like this started um, was kind of a progeny of Val. You wanted to do like a late night chat show um, and got me and Danny from Mob Rules to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we started off just interviewing people. But. And we had to sit and like, I sat and just thought one day, I don't know if you remember the early days, Dickie, mm. the really hard tonal shift, um, like just right in the midpoint of the show that killed it uh, and kind of sitting down and having to talk to Val and be like, hey, I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Wasn't the easiest thing to do, but luckily in our little collective, it went over pretty well. Yeah, I, I remember when it happened. So I was doing uh, the Thursday show now, I believe it's called Meta Chasers Nowadays. And uh, I was doing signals, um, yep. and and Val was producing this show, and um, I remember him talking to me like they were gonna have a tonal switch in the show, and then uh, we think it's for the best, and um, I think it's I think it's kind of like a relationship, right? Like a, like everyone see sometimes you change, sometimes you adapt, you need to kind of roll with the punches. So I can understand it. Yeah, I mean, if you look. Um where we are as as sort of a show right now and sort of the way that the, the work is split to a point. Um, Dickie, you, I would say all the nuts and bolts, all the backend stuff, getting everything ready. Yep. And where I kind of do the, the, the front end stuff. So like getting the slides ready, kind of preparing the games, uh, writing the, writing the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, uh, how do you, how do you feel like you give an equal sense of ownership? Um, over the whole process so like you don't have someone who sends off to this like side not feeling that they're contributing uh i i feel very uh i feel like i'm contributing a lot i I wasn't i I guess for me it's a bit different john because i came into the show about halfway through like i came before we left frontline gaming a little before and then we left right so um for me it was i don't know i i feel like uh i've been uh, welcome with open arms into this little grim after dark community. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, uh, I I feel like I'm a pretty important part. But if I don't push that button, no one's doing stuff. So <laughs> no, no. And sometimes when you do push that button, <laughs> nothing happens. That's not supposed to happen. Happens. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> happens. But um, like I said, it's just it's really important whenever you're kind of doing stuff like this, especially when you have like a personality and that you're able to kind of give that shared sense of ownership and make sure you're, you're doing everything you can to make sure it's inclusive for all. Uh, Cause especially like if you have a, a former Warhammer TV presenter and he did an article, I think with war, uh, uh, an interview with Wargamer this week talking about it, 
where you are coming from a place like Games Workshop where it's very difficult conditions, it sounds like. An example he gave uh, was when they were doing the launch of the contrast paints. Uh, marketing kind of took over. And the, the tutorials they were doing would take hours longer because they have to do so many thin paints or thin coats of contrast to, to make it look smooth. Um, <laughs> and like their feedback was like, hey, it's really good as a tool to use in conjunction with other paint. But they were so set on that marketing message of like one thick coat that like they had them, they forced them just to do it with contrast. So they had to do like lots of little thin layers to make sure it didn't uh like be streaky or anything like that yeah and then when they had community painters like 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 myself like daniel like some other people like send some stuff in apparently marketing came back it's like why didn't you tell us to do this in the first place and he was like well did uh so i can understand like if you have that kind of frustration i'm assuming the people at the painting phase knew that level of frustration and when you have creative people they want to kind of be involved and want to help things grow and uh, when you kind of cut that out i mean that is your right as, as the channel owner um, but it's also Peachy's right to kind of go out on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I look forward to his content, for sure. Uh, he released his first video today. Uh, he also, of course, has a Discord, because everyone has a Discord. Uh, if you want to go down to, to slide four there, you will see my favorite part of the Discord. He started a section called Spoilers and Leaks with the idea that if a, a picture of a new miniature leaked out, you could only post the pictures in this section in case you didn't want to ruin the surprise. But uh, all people started doing was filling it with uh, spoilers on cars and leaks, uh, both water and vegetable <laughs> variety. Uh, so it's my new favorite uh, area of that subreddit that or subreddit um, Discord. But yeah, you can set up. He's called Peachy T, uh, Peachy Tips, uh, which is a play on words of PG Tips, the the British T. Um, so, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Great community there, and he released his first video today about painting a space marine, and it's a lot of going over the basics. Now you got to walk before you can run. And it is a super good video. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will say uh, right here. Uh, are you surprised, uh, Dickie, his speech about quitting um, from thing was just verbatim Danny's speech about quitting this show that we're hiding for several weeks? Oh, maybe, maybe he stole it from Danny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that makes, that makes more sense now, I guess. He had his lawyer prepare it for him. <laughs> Well, we Danny's, not, Danny's not doing anything other than in complete agony at all moments. Of oh, the no, dude. Okay. Danny had dental surgery today. He was like, I'm going to make this show. And I'm just like, you are not going to make it. It's fine. And then I think I got a message about 30 minutes before show time. I was like, I just woke up. I'm out of it. And there's blood all over my pillow. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably, uh, probably not the best place for you to be right now. So yeah, he's not quit. He's just in permanent dental surgery. Um, I will say. We have some quality content coming up. The Games Workshop Warhammer series is coming, or the uh, U.S. Open series is coming back to the U.S. Not so fast, Britain. No tournament series from you. Uh, This was sent to me. This is an event that's going to go on sale for the Warhammer Open in Tacoma. Uh, It is a two-day Academy of Paint uh, from $1,000. Holy moly. For the the two-day course. Uh, And yes, uh, down voting people, Dental Danny. Uh, is his new name? We'll we'll go in. Yeah, Dental uh, Danny would pay for a one thousand dollar academy, a two day painting academy. Yeah, well, I would ask him if he wasn't so rude and got emergency dental surgery. Um, oh, that's where all his money went. <laughs> <laughs> he can't afford to go anymore. Um, uh, 
what do you think, Dickie? Uh, and I know you've done some work with GW in the past. Uh, what do you think $1,000 gets you? That's a great question. So they did, uh, they did something similar to this at the Open Series, but it was far more expensive. But they gave you a Warhound Titan. Oh, uh, to, to to paint. Um, what what do you think? The, here's the question of the day put in chat, and and what the hell are they going to do for a thousand bucks? If if two, I think it was two thousand and something was a Warhound Titan. What's a thousand? Yeah. Uh, well, Mark Murphy and Chess saying the paint better be delicious, uh, buddy. Please oh. stop eating paint. It's going to make you watch this more. Um, but it has to be a sizable amount of of models. But it's Academy of Paint. Makes me think it's like it's different classes. So is it you think it's going to be like a single push fit intercessor that you're going to paint to oh, a really, no. really high standard? No. I mean, the, I will say one, the quality that they have been putting out at the um, at these events has been top notch. Um, so it's got to be good, right? Like, please, for the love of Pete, be good. Well, now we're at an impasse as a show because last episode Val said he got a quote for wingdings dice. Yeah. And it was about a thousand dollars us. And yeah. now there's this, which is a thousand dollars us. And which one are we going to prioritize is, do we want to go in debt because of dice or because I'm going to have a really nice intercessor? I mean, dice make more sense, right? Yeah. That's why we probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, what other special events do you think Games Workshop could run at tournaments? Because we're obviously going for the general hobbyists as well. It's not just the, the open events themselves. Uh, there's several game systems on display. What other things uh, do you think they're going to start offering uh, at the U.S. Open? Uh, I'll be a game designer for a day. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you could kind of make your own rules up. It's not an unpaid internship if they pay you. <laughs> exactly. They give you money and you just make rules for them. Bada bing, bada boom. Who's winning? Or, or uh, professional editing with Black uh, Library Editor Nick Keim, uh, where you just go through the manuscripts that have been turned in and look for spelling errors. Spelling errors? Oh, that'd be so brutal. Um, $1,000. Yeah, 1000 bucks. Yeah. Why is it always 1000 though? That's the question. $1,500. How to get pre-order products from Games Workshop's Q system. Oh, how to be a scalper, you mean? Got it. Yeah. Well, because I really enjoyed going onto the website 30 minutes before pre-orders launched on Saturday for the art book to see it was already sold out. That was primo. That hurt your feelings? Yeah. That hurt my feelings. I do like my special books, but that's okay. I've uh, given up. Uh, much like life, I no longer try to get special books. No. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, th I think this is going to be awesome. I, I do. I really do think this is going to be like, like, I bet it's like, an army of your choosing or something like they have it already like you days so how much can you really get done in two days let's right be honest you mean like uh, a combat patrol but then how do they get yeah that's like that's not enough though dude. consistent like, instruction over everything i was gonna say forge world but that doesn't that's not a thing for 40k anymore day one scrubbing your resin day two painting yeah e evening of day two having all your paint flake off as the resin weeps as I weep, um, I think I, I think it's going to be super good. I I'm putting it out here. It's probably an army with a painting technique of your choosing or something to that effect. Yes. Uh, perfect. Uh, and 
We got to start suing people here. Dorian and chat saying, I, I already had wingding dice made. No one likes them. That's the point. <laughs> That's the entire point of the dice. <laughs> no one likes them. Of course no one likes them. How would you be able to read them? No, you mean you have to provide your opponent with a key, like a little sheet of paper. When I roll my dice, this is what you're looking for. It's going to add three hours to your clock time. Hey, that's about all the, the serious stuff I want to talk about right now. That, oh, uh, that's all serious? We did? Oh, okay. No, that was the serious stuff. But let's yep. go for some shenanigans. Oh, boy. Uh, let's go around the net. I like, yeah, that you, you, around the I like that you didn't think I would have that button press ready, so you'd set it really slowly. I do, I do. Well, it's yeah. part of it's just a bit now, to be honest with you. I know you already have it kind of together, uh, <laughs> but it's fun to to try. Uh, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Around the Net, part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides. And this week, as always, we've got a lot to cover, uh, starting with this, uh, not necessarily Warhammer related, but this World Records. Uh, this was from Lad Bible, uh, a reputable source on Facebook. It said a man spent eight years making a 23-foot-tall Eiffel Tower with matchsticks uh-huh. only for Guinness uh, World Record entry to be rejected. Oh. So, uh, Dickie, what are some Warhammer World Records that we could attempt? How much? I was going to say... Oh, go ahead. We are going to say most, uh, most games in a row with a shower. Oh, jeez, no. That, everyone no. should have a shower before they play with their friends at a Warhammer event. Most uh, miniatures painted in a one-day period. Most trim painted in a in a session. <laughs> Longest play. edging session. Less edging session. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Longest gaming session, I imagine, would be a pretty easy Guinness World Record. What's that? Always just reminds me of Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The the thing with games of apocalypse and and for those of you who who listen and watch and don't quite know warhammer apocalypse is like massive battles uh that last forever is the games take forever and by the like the way warhammer is situated with a i go you go uh mm-hmm. mode of play what happens in apocalypse is you take your turn and then you go away for two hours uh while your opponents move all of their models and then when you come back you're, you're ready to go in these games there, I, I don't find them fun anymore. Like the last big oh, really? one I played. Well, the last big one I played, the, the organizer uh, was very regimented as you have to be with the time. Like, hey, you have 15 minutes to move. You have, and it was always like, well, you know, it's like clocking into a job. Uh, so yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't super enamored in it there. So yeah, maybe biggest ever game of Warhammer, uh, I think Good would one. be a thing. Yeah. Uh, but Dickie, why would that be rejected? Why would Guinness say, no, that doesn't count? I got, like, did he cheat in some way? Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't Could you know. imagine getting to to hour thirty six of your yeah. eighty thousand point aside game? Yeah, uh, and then uh, they got, like, screwed up a rule. We're disqualifying you because you used a water cup to move <laughs> that model over there. The entire game doesn't count. You rolled an extra dice on your shooting phase thirty hours ago. <laughs> You're not able to. We will not uh, accredit your uh, Guinness World Record. Great. Uh, Dorian's coming in saying the longest game against Eldari before the FAQ of 10th. Um, oh, what, 15, 20 minutes, some, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, Josh, a uh, frequent apocalypse buddy up here, said you cycle taking a nap between turns with your teammates. That makes sense. Which is a funny thing to call drinking. Uh, and then 
If I recall the guy, oh, here we go. Josh with actual facts about this Eiffel Tower man. He got disqualified because he was tired of trimming off the match heads and contacted the manufacturer to get them without heads. I mean, that's just smart, though, right? Like, that just makes me want to be like a Guinness World Records judge because it seems like all they're made to do is just tell people no. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, that I didn't quite work. Because he didn't do the extra work to like clip off the ends. Not a matchstick. If it doesn't have the head, it's just a piece of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Words matter, Dickie. Words it's, matter. You're not wrong. Uh, moving on to a fun British newspaper. Uh, which put this graphic up, which says our forces and numbers. That's an expert that shows Britain's military strength uh, in current conflicts. And what's wonderful about this is it has silhouettes to represent uh, both troops, air, sea, and land. And Dickie, if you notice, if you want to look at the land portion of it, what's that a silhouette of? Um. Well, I guess you're saying it's the sub. Oh no, the land. Uh, is that a? Is that a whirlwind? That is a whirlwind. Ah! Uh, so our British newspaper posted this and it says that the British army has access to whirlwinds. Uh, so, Dickie, wow. how many whirlwinds does the British army have? Oh, let's read. So a uh, whirlwind's not a, a armored uh, personnel carrier, right? They, they yep. give up the ability. Uh, protected mobile vehicles? No. Well, they, they must have 3,207 of it. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, they were a lot better before the nerf, but, you know, terrible. I guess. That, they love that out of line of sight shooting in the British military. <laughs> yeah, the, the local hospitals, not so much. Uh, what other 40K vehicles, though, do the British military have in the wings waiting to go? Put me on the spot here. Things uh, like a, a land speeder, but like a ground variant of it. So just like. A jeep. Do you think they just have a space marine? Just one. Just one guy. Ted. Just <laughs> they got Ted. They got one space marine, and he's really grumpy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they keep giving him rifles, but he's so muscular he keeps breaking them. So it's like, oh, I can't go out and feel yet. Yeah, because we haven't designed the bolter yet for his <laughs> big, his big body. I'm just excited because I know there's one graphic designer in the UK who's just sitting with their head in the hands, knowing that forever their friends will be just making fun of them uh, for that one mistake they made when choosing the silhouette. I'm sure they just Googled side view tank. I mean, and then went from there. But if you're like a grandma and you mm -hmm. look at that, you're just assuming that's a tank with a tread, right? Yeah. So and a giant bolt storm bolter in the front of it there. <laughs> yes. The storm bolter does give it away um, <laughs> also <laughs> the giant missile rack on what is like the skinniest little the pencil skinniest <laughs> yeah. oh quality uh thanks for that daily mail i'm assuming uh moving on we have this guy here oh. he posted this he says so i had this posted in another group but it was redeemed problematic and thus removed so i am here to share him with this group the self-evident truth my first attempt at an Imperial Knight. Uh, sidebar, I hate when people say it's their first attempt at things because it's designed to, to make you sympathize with them. Like, oh, no, it's really good. And just, just be brave. Uh, anyway, uh, a Knight Castle in this configuration, but fully modular and able to become really any of the variants other than Canis Rex himself. Uh, Dickie, why was this deemed problematic? Uh, he didn't finish the base, I think. was probably... <laughs> Nothing to do with the don't tread on me shield. 
Or the America flag everywhere. It's the lack of basing. Yeah, I mean, you don't take pictures of your models without a base, right? Like, that's just, that just makes the most sense to me. Or you certainly don't uh, do a really sloppy job of basing and send that off to games workshops for article publishment. I mean, that's... Yeah, and you paint your base rims. Yeah, and you absolutely don't hope that they just cut it out because there's no need for it to be in the picture or even just Photoshop it a little bit. Thanks, uh, don't. (laughs) Thanks, Warcom. Talking about not living things down. Uh, What does this night symbolize, do you think? Uh, because there's some confusing messages. It's obviously a tool of governmental oppression while also carrying a don't tread on me uh, shield. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like patriotic and stuff. I, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm overtly offended by this. Should I be offended by this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but again, just have some bravery, dude. Even though it's your first night, you don't have to say that. It looks great. Uh, apart from it's troubling, you're more, you're more mad at him that he's saying it's his first night than anything else. That's right. Let's well, you've seen the movie Airplane, right? Yeah. You know when the the girl on the plane is like, you know, I don't really do this, and we might not survive. And I've never been with a man before. And there's like a line behind her. It's like the painting equivalent of that. Never been. A you're right. I don't know why I got so upset about that. We're gonna just move on here. Yeah. Okay. This is a two part question. Uh, if you can get tech marines like tech, priests, yeah. can you get an electro marine like the electro priests? No. If not, why not? Uh, well, I mean, these guys are like holding on to life with the like the 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 smallest of grips, right? Like they're not, they don't mm-hmm. really. They're not, or they're at a Slipknot concert. You know, one of the two. Yeah. Are these guys good in the new? Do you know if they're good? I, I didn't read the. I, mean, I, I got too bored with the. <laughs> they're, they're AdMac, so inherently no. Like the guy with stabs were kind of good back in the day, but I don't know if they're. They used yeah. to be like back back in the day, really good. But AdMac kind of got dealt a, a shitty hand this edition so far. I got. I got to be honest. So the Necron book came out, and then the AdMac book came out, and I got through the Necron book, and I was like, okay, it was still pretty boring. And then I read the AdMac book. I don't think I can make it through like halfway through the book. I was like, okay, I got, I can't yeah. do this. I'm, Especially I'm, like when you have such a raging erection at the quality of that Necron book. Um, <laughs> well, for you, baby. For me, because, I was like, yeah. eh, metal, blah, blah, blah. Moving on. Moving on. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Electro uh, electro Marines. Oh, that's what I want to see now. Uh, make it happen, Internet. Or don't. Not your boss. Uh, moving on. I have this down as Insanity. As someone here said, saw somebody post his Belial wow. with drilled out scabbard, and I thought I'd leave this fella here for you to see. I Damn. do this even with rank and files because it takes less than 20 minutes, but adds so much. For those of you who aren't enjoying the visual experience of this, uh, he has cut out or hollowed out the magazine receiver. I don't guns, so I don't know what that's called. Uh, but he hollowed that out to make it look like the clip would actually fit in, uh, which is insanity. It is nuts. Like, I barely get the mold lines off my models. This guy's doing that. Like oh. 20 minutes. That's how long the entire thing takes to paint. Uh, what is the most sticky, time intensive, useless thing you've done to your models? I, I am very quick. Okay, so here's what I've been doing lately. And I guess this is your obligatory old world comment for this. So I'm making a, a unit of men at arms. And uh, instead of their halberds, I'm giving them giant long pikes. 
So I guess that's like the fish. No, like the big spears, like the very long <laughs> spears. Uh, that's the, and I, I, I'm literally just cutting off an arm from one guy and putting it on an arm from another guy. So it is not a, a long, intensive process. Beautiful. I think the most time-consuming thing I did hmm. that was useless. I, I bought back in the day thirty savage orcs, and then I turned them into uh, rocket boys uh, for forty k orcs. Right. Um, and I attached, uh, I made a little plastic hard box at the bottom of the stick. And I replaced the tip of the stick with some rockets that I got third party from, I think, Cromlick. And so it just looked like they had giant sticks with rockets, uh, which was cool. But I spent a long ass time making these tiny little power boxes to go on the bottom. And then the first game I played them and just wiped off the table right away. Um, that always happens. Yes, Josh, that was a squiggy list. The fun part, in fact, that reminds me of an even better part of it. I spent all this time converting these models to look like Rocket Boy. Uh, they spent the entire game inside the howda of the squiggith, so they never actually left the table or <laughs> left the squiggith whatsoever. So I didn't even have to have them there. Classic. Quality, classic. Uh, and again, never, never done again. Uh, we have another 30K miniature released. Uh, one of, I think, 17, 30K actually refers to the number of character models that are currently in the range. Uh -huh. uh, as we have uh, this new uh, model, Josh will remind me what it actually is called. Uh, but what we're looking at, he has a Warhammer. Good start. Uh, yeah, but he's also... Guy, right? Yeah, he's looking at a tablet. Yeah. It's a 3D beautiful. tablet. A 3D yeah, tablet. it's a little 3D tablet, but what what's he watching on his tablet? I don't. He looks like he's got a radar system there and some heat, like heat signatures and volume thing. It's like like aliens, really, when you look at it. Um, it's actually uh, The Trust, which is a new game show on Netflix. Uh, they have a tie in with K. Really? No, no, that's oh, okay. ridiculous. But Thank yeah, you. a touchscreen. The oh, a Josh, let us know it's a Siege Breaker console. Oh, which is different than the other kind of consoles because this one has a tablet. Uh, which you think they would make smaller uh, 28,000 years in the future or whenever this is here. Well, he's got lots of buttons to push. I mean, well, the 3D map is a bit overdoing it, though, right? Like That's true. Well, it's, it's hard to to reflect light the proper way. Uh, $30 to the first person who paints this up with a Pornhub screen uh, on that tablet. Oh, my God. That would be so... It would be so easy, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. It would be uh, perfect. And uh, that'd so be cool. Just like, turn it into like a little sticker and just put yeah. it on the screen. The Iron Warriors would have really sieged the castle or sieged Terra much better if their, so all their consoles good. weren't just looking at porn the whole time. So good. So good. Uh, moving on, yep. we have this guy here. It says, uh, friendly reminder. This one's <laughs> a little text heavy, uh, yeah. but we'll, we'll go from here. Uh, hey guys, uh, colon, close bracket. I wanted to bring up a topic that's a bit delicate, but I believe it's necessary for the good of our community. It's about maintaining personal hygiene, especially before visiting our beloved Warhammer stores or attending tournaments. Oh dear! Recently, I had an experience that really drove the point home for me. I was in a Warhammer store browsing the latest miniatures and soaking in the vibrant atmosphere of shared passion. And smells. However, the visit turned awkward when two girls... Oh. And I was going to say, do we just stop here? Because that's when, it, <laughs> when it turns awkward. Uh, 
when two girls who seemed genuinely interested in finding figures for their D&D campaign entered. It wasn't long before they decided to leave, clearly bothered by the unpleasant smell in the store. It was a mortifying <laughs> moment, realizing what, a, what should have been a welcoming environment for newcomers was instead off-putting due to a lack of personal hygiene. Well, what it was it him? Like, is this guy? Is this like? Is this <laughs> Very him clear, thing? right? He did it. <laughs> oh no! My, my, my first thought on this here is that yeah. he didn't actually ask if the girls were bothered by the smell. Yeah, like, uh, how did he know? Or how did he know? Or is this just like a really self-conscious post where it was like they came near me and then they immediately left? I mean, uh, this guy staring at them the whole time probably didn't make them feel super comfortable, right? It's the smell that's the issue, not the 30 people staring at them as they walk through the staring aisle. at them. It's, just, it's like an old west saloon when <laughs> the girls walk in, just everyone's and quiet. Everyone turns down. And looks at them. Yeah, that is 100% oh, what would happen. Beautiful. Uh, Dickie, you're a frequent event goer. Is hygiene still an issue at events? Yeah, yeah, like, so I'm a I'm a shower in the morning kind of guy at events. So uh, I always shower before I go, and then always put deodorant. I always do my my diligence to to not stink. I would imagine Insane. everyone does the same. I would hope they do. I, I always would say in the early days of the show uh, that we should have uh, branded deodorant and just we should have branded deodorant. We send that out at events. Yeah. Yeah, give it out to people at events, and just really, that's how you alpha uh, first turn, by the way. You're like, hi, my name's Dickie. I'm going to be your opponent yeah, today. Here's some some, uh, I'm on a podcast. Hey. I have some merch for you. Here's some deodorant. Uh, just yeah. you might need that. Also gum. Here's some gum. Is breath worse than, than body odor at the, the, the 40K tournament circuit? Depends how bad the breath is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> In Dickie, uh, Dickie I experience. Yeah. Literally Dickie. Um, I don't know, man. I think uh, I don't know. I I can't imagine. I I have never come up in a situation where this has been a problem. I've heard about it a million times on shows, but never have I heard, or seen, or been in the same room with a very tough smelling individual. So yeah, I think I can I can think of maybe one in like ten years. It's, it's not a frequent occurrence, which is why I kind of keep seeing this here. Like people, it's like, is it an invented condition where people are like, oh. Again, this might be because 30 people are... And by the way, props to the guy who wrote this for not referring to it as two females walking in the store. That was like the way you were writing, man. It was it was right on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Uh, I don't think personal hygiene is as big a problem as it once was. Yeah, I don't think it is. If I mean, can it, go to, it's a bigger... Like clocks are a bigger issue than, than personal hygiene. That's if we can go to Vegas and not have like our our, our noses burned off uh, then I, I think it's pretty good. Or maybe that just speaks to the quality of the air circulation in the Rio. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I want to point out, though, uh, the, the why I picked one reply from this comment thread because it was just that good. Yeah. Um, this guy here said, privileged people not understanding why people from lower economic situations may <laughs> suffer from body odor. Oh, geez. Disgusting display of lack of cultural awareness. Um, no, which that's to what I would say to that would be um, if you can afford to 3D print your little plastic spaceman, because I'm assuming that's what you're doing, uh, you can afford a stick of deodorant and the ability to shower. Yeah, I can't imagine like it's 
if you're yeah, if you're playing 40k, like you can afford a shower or a pit stick, man. Like that's this is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. It's quite ridiculous. Yeah. And speaking of which, I got some cookie cutter racism coming up here. It's oh, just no. me and you here, so we gotta go buy this. Um yeah. it's just ever wonder what inspired Games Workshop to create the Black Templar color scheme. Turns out it was Oreos. Um, there is really? 12, no. there is 12 rings and 12 apostles. Uh, the nice Templar founded in the 12th century AD. It's, uh, the outside of the Oreo there. Uh, there is a sign of the cross of Lorraine used by early night Templars on the top of the cookie. Uh, uh-huh. and then the entire thing is just covered in Templar crosses. So Dickie, what other, uh, chapters, uh, would, yeah, what other chapters are linked to cookies? What other chapters are lit? Yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the fact that Black Templars are based on Oreos. I mean, they're not. That's a lie that someone made up here that I just perpetuated. Oh, Very I'm, I'm, I'm hook, line, and sinker. I got this. You're in? Yeah, I'm all in. Uh, okay. Dickie, so. This is the equivalent of Flat Earth Theory in Warhammer. Uh, so you're all in. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, okay, so let's let's do cookies based on chapters. Okay. Yeah. Jammy uh, Dodgers would be Blood Angels, I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that you have the British interpretation of Jammy Dodger. Can you explain what a Jammy Dodger is to people that aren't of the Oh, UK? I didn't even think about that. So yeah, yeah a Jammy Dodger is like a, a cookie where it has like uh like a strawberry jam style filling uh and it's kind of wedged in between. And it's delicious. Okay, Space Wolves, what would Space Wolves be? Space Wolves. Uh that's that's a hard one. Ginger um, snap, ginger snap, ginger snaps. Yeah, because no sense, one right? really likes them, but people keep taking them. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, salamanders, salamanders would be oh, like a thin mint because they're uh black, yeah, canonically, the ebony skinned. Uh, okay, that makes sense. I, I can be with that. Uh, and they're uh, minty uh, fire, okay. Dark angels, dark angels, uh, would be Jaffa cakes because they're technically not a cookie, and that's oh. like. That's they're technically not imperial. Got it. Technically not loyal. Yeah. yeah. So that's where we go from that one there. Hey, okay. uh, white scars. Uh, white scars. Oh man, they're fast. What's a cookie that you eat way too fast? <laughs> As you can maybe tell, uh, it's really hard to limit that down to just one. Well, like, a, like, do we have uh, Sherman saying chips ahoy? Do you eat the I eat the the chips ahoy too fast? No, chips ahoy. They're they're kind of the ultramarine of biscuits for me because you kind of have them because they're there. But if there was something else there, you would probably grab something else. Okay, well, we got ultramarines. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But man, that's t- I didn't I didn't think okay. I would get stumped by uh by white, white scars. There's black and white cookie. I don't like what. What do you do? Like, what do we do here? To be fair, all marines yeah. could be some variation of Oreo because I think there's like 87 different kinds of Oreo now. Okay. You got, well, like, the- like well, that's no fun. Like. <laughs> don't ruin about, the bit that you yeah, get. Yeah. What about like a gingerbread cookie? A ginger is not just a ginger snap. No, well, whoa, whoa, whoa! The ginger snap and a gingerbread cookie are a very different taste. Texture. Well, which one of us is Canadian on this podcast? As the 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 defense of the ginger snap comes up. Uh, okay, well, we got how many chapters? We did six chapters. So many. That's like that's more than we really needed. To so many. Like it's that. more than we need to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need you. Uh, someone did AIR, and I need you to help me come up with rules for this oh, new unit. Why? Uh, this new unit being the Pope. 
so okay. Pope John Paul the Severer, uh, what are his rules, Dickie? Okay, well, he's a chaplain. Okay. Um, what are his rules? Preferred enemy children. <laughs> Where's my uh, drum roll? <laughs> Where's that drum roll when you need it? Um, wow. Yeah. There's just so many bad things to say here, John, and I'm kind of concerned that I'm going to say all of them. Let's just say uh, some good things. Well, I think he's he he's got seven attacks. Uh, I okay. think his weapon looks to be some type of chain thing. Chain thing. Yep. Uh. He's AI, got, by the way, getting real good at fingers. Uh, they're they're okay. It's, yeah. They try to hide them a bit, which is smart. Um, wow. Uh, do you think he can fly? Makes sense that he can fly, right? Yeah, I think he's just a proxy for Celestine. That would be the funniest to me. And you just have two bishops well, on either side. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he can resurrect. So, <laughs> um, so sorry about that. Uh, no, it's just uh, when he dies in game, you have to wait a turn while black smoke comes out or white smoke comes out uh, from around the table, and then you can replace him with a different model, same rule set. Yeah. Do yeah. you think he can only fight children, or do you think <laughs> um, he can fight other things? No, he chooses to not fight. He could. <laughs> he chooses not to. <laughs> okay well, okay moving on <laughs> well moving on because that's going to get real dark real quick yeah. we have uh from uh, anakin's on x's fuck comfort characters do you have a confront character like a character you'd beat the absolute shit out of if you had a chance so dicky in the the wide world of warhammer and chat too who yeah. is a character that you would just beat the hell out of if you had the chance uh i think gloken garvia loken yeah, oh. that guy. Yeah. Why? What did he do to you? Well, he should have died in the first place, and then he came back in the stories later. I think that was kind of frustrating for me. Like um, this guy literally was on a nuked planet. And he just kind of rolls out, and goes, he goes completely insane. Come on, man. This is Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Uh, JC coming in. By the way, the Pope when he's in a vehicle, he gives a plus two to the save, um, which is just a great Pope mobile oh, reference that I totally missed. Um. He didn't I get think, the children, though, so he's okay. Yeah, that, that's fair, yeah. Um, yeah. He he doesn't have a wound carry. He has only one wound. Only but one. He is, he's in a squad with 30 children characters who don't have any attacks, and they just have <laughs> one wound each. Oh. And as those wounds are taken, they're just slowly removed. Uh, moving on, but yeah, I would say um, Yarrick. I, I really I don't like the character like Yarrick. No. He's like, again, he's retired so many times. Thank God he's dead now, so you don't have to deal with it. Um, but when you're like a stern commissar, you're like, yeah, like heresy, like death to Xenos. What's that weapon you're holding? Don't worry about it. It's definitely not a power claw that I stole from a Xenos. What about that eye you have? Also Imperial technology. Don't worry. So, yeah. Yeah. I... I'm okay with Yarek. He's not, he's like dead right now. Or oh, yeah, like yeah. He got, dead. he got, he got, did Angron'd. he get Angrond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because his skull's on Angron's crop. I don't know if that's confirmed, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, what else? Confirmed what it right now. Should do a kill Mary, uh, fuck. <laughs> for, for <character. laughs> well, that's, that's what I, yeah. 
That's good. Next week's day to play is going to yeah, be Mary Fuck cool. Kill. Yeah, yeah that's a good I'm one. Sure. Write that down. I know. Beautiful. I uh, will remember it. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> yep. There's uh, some great merch coming in for 40K all the Holy time, including shit. this. This oh, it's a small a, little thing. I thought it was big. I was like, why are they doing this? Um, an orc chopper bottle opener. Uh, Dickie, what's your thoughts about GW encouraging the rampant alcoholism in our community? <laughs> I think they know their audience, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think Seth already bought this? Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. Okay. Or that, or like, that's he bought it using the money he got from posting that ad. Uh, for <laughs> yeah, it's my girlfriend on the frontline gaming page, uh, but it looks like a nice one. What other sort of slam dunk? I would merch lose that ideas in I would lose that in like after the first opening of something. That thing's gone. Like it. It looks somewhere. really awkward to use. Um, <laughs> it looks really bad. Because like if you look at the bottom left corner where he's actually using it, is like really tiny the, the, the thumb and forefinger. You. you almost have to like use it like you're picking up a cup of tea in front of this the queen. strength that that guy has in those two fingers <laughs> is unparalleled. <laughs> um, but what other slam dunk merch ideas um, are we missing? Uh, do we have any like a burn a boy lighter, like a kill oh, saw pizza oh cutter? God, so good. Like, like, uh, what other chain, merch? We uh, a chainsaw chainsaw. That's easy. Chainsaw chainsaw. Yeah. Easy to say as well. Thanks. That that was. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Golden throne. The uh, golden toilet throne. cozy. Yeah, that only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or the paper for the golden throne too. To have your like famous. The toilet paper notes. is just bound psychers printed on it. <laughs> and you sacrifice a. Th- and if you are the the diet of a regular gamer, you sacrifice a thousand sheets a day oh, uh, to keep the throne going. To keep your poop happening. But they're they're uh, also wet wipes, so slowly they're destroying your plumbing system, and you don't know how to fix it just to kind of keep it in character. I almost I almost said um, candles with different smells, and then I was like, oh no, they already have those. They have those. <laughs> I bought one of those from the Games Workshop store in Edinburgh in the UK. Uh, I went insane in that store, by the way. I bought a bunch because it turns out exchange rate was really great for pricing. Um, but I did buy the corn candle, and it doesn't smell like copper. Which I'm really yeah. sad. I should have smelled smell like, like copper. Really? No, it doesn't smell like copper. Yeah, so I yeah. I don't know what as like cinnamon maybe. I, I don't know. It's cinnamon. in my RV. It's in my camper. Like I, I take it out in the the summer, and that's how we kind of you know relax at night with the smell of corn. <laughs> the smell of corn. Because my well, I bought it. My wife was like, "We don't use candles," and I'm like, "We'll use this candle," and we never did. So I had to put it in the RV to prove a point. Uh, but yeah, a slam dunk Merchoid ideas. Uh, if you go to their site as well, they have, I have it on my work desk. They have this great, uh, desk mat for, for keyboard and mouse, mm. which is just all of the second edition codex covers. I kind of in a row and it looks oh. super cool. They have an Indominus one as well, but who wants that modern junk? Yeah. Who, all right. Who indeed. Uh, moving on. I have another model. I need rules for Dickie. Help me out. Oh man. Uh, I tell you what, that chaos point stayed right. It's Hank King Hill. The and- hill. It's Hank killed the Death Watch and little Bobby the the Pope's friend, the Ewok, um, <laughs> or the Watcher. Uh, okay, so it, I guess you would have to roll at the start of every command phase to see how drunk Hank is. Right, Fair. that makes the most sense. Uh, yep. What hap- Okay, let's do the worst thing. So, what happens if you roll a one? Um, then he has to. Go oh he has to go inside and do a chore. 
or get so you just he's inside removed what? from the table. Inside the rhino or just yeah, yeah. Rhino? He's just removed from the table and he has to go inside and perform a chore or parent an errant sister of battle that you had to adopt. Okay. So that's like if you roll a one. If you roll a six, the power of propane propels him. Yeah. And it's like he gets like five D six uh flamer shots. Yeah. Reroll to wound because it's to, propane. Clearly. Yeah. Doesn't even yeah. have to be they don't even have to be on an objective, just always reroll wound. What do you, what do you think Bobby does? Uh, he's a little bitch. No, uh, he holds a sword, but he's not allowed to use it because it could he could hurt himself, right? That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know about you know. It's been a long time since I've seen. Kate I know. I was gonna say I can't. Yeah. I'm really impressed. I knew Bobby's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but someone has a whole set of these, including Boomhauer and the others as well, uh, which was super cool. The only two that I found uh, at the start there. Uh, but moving on, we have here a single space marine captain is sent to take over our current Earth. Uh, which Legion chapter do you choose? Take over, like to run it or to murder us just, all? Well, just it's, it's very open minded. Uh, Sherman, by the way, coming in clutch with this uh, uh, this comedy here, by the uh, way, uh, said, I don't know you is his devastating wounds ability gives devastating wounds by saying i don't know you <laughs> makes sense <laughs> uh but i would say uh word bearers personally for me to one Why? single word bearer captain because they would just try and convert us to their weird ass religion and it'd work and, actually and it would work and it's much the same as what's going on right now anyway it just you're not wrong uh you have a nine foot tall superhuman telling us what to do we would do it yeah i, I would think nurgle uh, so that death death guard I play Death Guard and I wouldn't want Death Guard to come. Yeah. Well, we're 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 bound if they're coming. They'd be like motorbikes, get rid of them. We're all walking real slowly everywhere. Yeah. Or dying in, slowly. Or yeah. in a rhino, uh, which we can get from the British military. Yep. Peasy. Easy peasy. And then moving on, we have uh your army's entrance music, Dickie. Uh <laughs> Yeah, they, 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 I found this on Reddit. They're saying that Sly Marble's entrance music would be Fortunate Son. Uh, as a, a word, a word, a world eaters player, yeah. uh, what's your army's entrance music? I think you're you're thinking I'm going to say some kind of like Viking death metal is what you're thinking I'm going to say. But I'm going to throw you for a loop. Do it. I'm going to put Enya on. Just cranked <laughs> Enya. Just to just put you off kilter. I have such happy memories of Warhammer and Anya. That perfect. Oh, nice. You know that story, right, Dickie? No, I don't. It's whenever I play Taylor uh, of Taylor, uh, Taylor, we always listen to Anya during the game. Calm yourselves um, down. Because we get so amped up before the game, and then we treat each other so violently and harassing. Uh-huh. Um, like, roll off for first turn, you piece of shit. <laughs> or are you sure you moved that far enough, dick face? And then almost every game, uh, the TO comes over to us and has to tell us to calm down. Yeah. So makes- we started like the first time we we're like, oh, I'll calm down. And then we just played Anya at full blast. Um, so then instead of screaming at each other, we're just yelling at the the, the end table, uh, sail away uh, over and yeah. over and over again. So yeah, I'll always, always go for that. Um. I'd say I didn't think of answering myself. This is the the hard thing about only having two people this week. You have yeah, to answer you, my you own actually have to answer like, your what own. What the hell? I don't like this. <laughs> uh, so right now I'm big into the the Necrons. Uh, yeah. So I would say I think 
the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is just the almost perfect movie soundtrack of all time. Okay. Uh, just the Rinsler's theme. That's my oh. Silent King kind of floats uh, along I'll, to the Rinsler uh, theme. I'll believe you because I haven't heard it. So good. It's just Daft Punk making a movie score. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, and then finally tonight, Dickie, before we, we head on out, yep. I want to ask you this. I okay. bet he's thinking about other women. Him? Could a space marine single-handedly <laughs> take the one ring to Mordor and cast it into the fires of Mount Doom? Oh, I think I think that's an easy answer. I think for, for sure he could, right? It yeah. actually depends. I guess we're going to have to play this game again. It depends on what space marine chapter. It's true. Because Death Guard would take way too long to get there, right? Yeah. Well, they just deep strike. Why? Well, we both know that they'd trudge. They would trudge that uh, long. <laughs> um. I don't know. Word bearers would have to stop and tell people about their religion the whole time. Ultramarines. Well, like, are you saying? Are you comparing like word bearers to like space Mormons? Yeah, kind of. Where they're just they're knocking door to door and like just you know smashing. There's like, hello. Have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Lorgar? That's that's one hundred percent what they do, right? Like <laughs> they has to be. Uh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but uh, he's definitely not thinking about women. He's one hundred percent thinking that what space marine chapter is best to do this job. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad's coming in strong in this one here. Uh, by the way, Mark's saying that Yakety Sack is a good entrance song for Tau, uh, oh. which I to- totally agree with. Uh, Josh coming in saying, uh, no, a single space marine couldn't proof the Horus heresy, which I feel you need to expand on a little bit, uh, but where it's that's for a different day. Uh, and then Swope saying, uh, sorry, downvoting people says, I think a Nazgul blade could pierce ceramite, uh, which, yeah, mm, maybe. Sure. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't have a deep enough lore knowledge of Lord of the Rings to <laughs> confirm or deny that. Uh, Nurgle Matt saying we we going on an endless side quest. Yeah, we're uh, the yeah, that's, that's the not way. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, but I'm gonna say no. No, purely because yeah, I've had a single space brain in combat with a ton of orcs before. It doesn't work out. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah. I, beautiful. Wrong. Well, Dicky. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do, actually, do I want to do? Yo, look to a two shot. Look, I haven't had that one before. This is the couch view, buddy. The couch view. We don't even yeah. have a couch. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, this was our beautiful uh, fire sale show. Uh, a little shorter, guys, because as much fun as it would be uh, well, to play it's eBay, still an hour. We still talked an hour long about that's just true. random shit okay that's true um i will say uh as much as i want to play this ebay prices right that i made up this week uh the fact of just dicky playing with himself yeah. is something we're not allowed to put on youtube yeah, uh, so is a good idea <laughs> well, uh we're gonna have our special valentine's day edition uh of price, ebay prices right next week hopefully when and everyone is back to full strength uh, I want to thank the, everyone who hung out with us tonight. Dickie, anything you want to say before we sign on off here? Uh, I was on an episode of The Old World Charm. The name, still bother, the, uh, the name still bothers me, but I'm going with it. Um, right, and aren't I you just, producing and editing Old World Charm? Yep. No, I edited. 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 I edited. And, yeah. Oh, there we go. And Does, it, uh, uh, yeah. Did Camillary know you were on the episode or when you were editing, did you just insert yourself in sections? <laughs> I could totally do that. Uh, no, uh, Danny, of course, Danny's on the show and uh, his tooth uh, was really bothering him. 
and uh, they asked me if I would come on and give all my two games of Old World uh, a, a test. So we did Man Reads book. Uh, it was really good. Oh, I, amazing! I'm trying to get that set up here. Like I have like this little arm here for doing do Man Reads book. Do, I I think it would be really good if we could do man reads book like just having another person there with you just kind of like shooting the shit but i think that'd be a great uh great stream for sure oh yeah uh and then we are going to be expanding our streams in the next month or so here with stuff like man reads book when i can figure out lighting uh because yeah what works for this shot let me tell you doesn't re- work for man reads book uh so we're going to be working on stuff like that and other kind of fun content including i think an episode that's going to be like not a podcast just sort of off to the side but I'm going to, I think, call it the lost slides, uh, where I kind of go through the the things that didn't make the show on um, why so they did. And there's so many. Yeah. Um, I think on average a week, I pull about 30 different discussion images and about 15 to 20 of them get used. Uh, some of them for very good reason, because in the cold light of day, I'm just like, oh, no, that's just very racist. Uh, <laughs> but there, there is some good ones in there that just didn't work for the week. Um, and yeah, thanks to voting people. We're going to save that for Grim After Dark After Dark. Uh, which is actually going to be the title of our extra content, Dicky. I think that works perfectly. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Grim after dark, after dark. Uh, we just dark have to crop dark. it a little bit. Uh, anyway, we want to jump to slide 33. Uh, so we get oh. that fire in there. Oh, oh, one sec. One sec. Please do this to me and I have to like scroll. Well, before when I was bitchy, you were bitching about the fact that you're like, oh, I had the button ready to go. Well, now I don't have the button. That's fair. Ready. Oh, perfect. There ready go. to go. Oh, in here you wanted that. You wanted this. You want you. You, you yeah, keep talking. True. You keep talking. I'll get it. There we go. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm glad the 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 fire really worked out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, thank you everyone for joining us here on our Grim After Dark show. But yeah. all of our socials and way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com, and we will be back next Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern ish. Uh, maybe 75 percent, maybe 50 again. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, whatever it is, uh, we'll be able to talk for about an hour about Games Workshop product, uh, as that is that's eventually what we've devolved into. Uh, if you enjoyed yourself, check out our back catalog on YouTube. And if you're all world curious, check out our faction focuses we have on this channel or even Old World Charm, uh, where Dickie and Danny just talk Old World with Cavalry. Well, we got we got a hype Val show up. Too. I was about to. I was oh, about okay, to. Okay, okay, yeah, it's going to be flow. Uh, like square based is Val's old world podcast because everyone has an old world podcast now. They just didn't do a show this week. That's the only difference. Yeah, because uh, again, Val's where internet doesn't exist at uh, Toronto, yep. Canada. Uh, and after that, check out all those episodes. Uh, check out Peachy Tips on YouTube. He has some fantastic content. He has some great Patreon content already in there. And if you want to join us in the Grim Chord, let us know and just tell us we're crap. That's kind of what we live for in that. Mark, you know that. Please don't do that. Yeah. Uh, But from everyone here at Grim After Dark, well, Dickie and I, we'll see you next Tuesday. It's time to step into the grim darkness When nerds gather talking Warhammer madness Grim After Dark, the podcast with the hosts John, Danny and Val, but they're not the most Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk But I'm here to expose, it's all just squawk Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see Talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game In the real world, homie 
we are not the same. So put down the dice, step out of the dog. It's time to live life, nerd, make your own mark. Grim after dog, the nerds playground, talking war, hammer this, acting all profound. But when I listen, it's all just a bunch of noise. I love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys. Stupid ass toys, I wanna grab them. Put my hands around the neck, squeeze, squeeze, war, I'm a squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again. <laughs> tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerves again. <laughs>